And now, two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite-free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not pre-chewing your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Welcome to Down to Dunk. I'm your host, Andrew Schleck. We're part of the Athletic Podcast Network. I first want to direct you guys to one, theathletic.com slash down to dunk to get the athletic for $3.99 a month. Trade season's about to start. All kinds of stuff dropping today on Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. And then maybe the Thunder are going to trade for Mobamba. I don't know. People are talking about it. I've been talking about it uh, on The Athletic. So you guys go check that out. And then also go to shopgoodokc.com slash DTD. And we've got new Down to Dunk merch. You can get just the Down to Dunk logo tee which is going to be so fresh. We have the cotton candy hoodies with down to dunk on the front that are, they're just beautiful. They didn't even tell me they were doing those. And I saw it. I was like, Oh my, I love that. I can't wait to wear that. And then we have our two good to tank shirts. Did they drop on the correct night? McKellie? Of course they did because the thunder beat the bucks at home, which I wouldn't have batted an eye if they beat him on the road, but the Thunder have been horrific at home. And somehow, without a point guard, without really many good players at all, uh, they still beat the Milwaukee Bucks. McKelly, I don't even have time to greet you because this is just such a, a wacky day. But uh, what, what do you think about that game? It's all my fault. Uh, I, I want to I want to put it out there uh, on the last not the last the last but one uh, Thunder After Dark. Me and John we just said well there's no way Justin Jackson is repeating anything uh, of what how he dare you Denver. Yeah, he's just not a good player. Um, that was his Perry Jones moment and blah blah blah. And <laughs> before you know it, he's hitting a thirty footer um, at the buzzer. Well, not a buzzer, but. Um, with 15 to go yeah. to win a game. To yeah, he iced the game. The f- yeah. That's, that is just insane. That's not what I expected, McKelly. That's not what I expected to, to see last night. And credit where credit's due to the Thunder for always showing up, to the coaching staff for always being prepared, for putting together a scheme that really works for them. They move the ball. It doesn't matter whose hands it touches. If you have the right shot, you take it. Uh, they hit some tough shots. Like there was like Darius Miller had a really tough step back with a hand in his face. Yeah. Um, Baisley was dunking everything. Did he have five dunks last night? I mean, he was yeah. dunking literally everything. Um, the one in traffic was so good, though. It was sick. It was super sick. That was super fun. I'm glad to see him get aggressive like that. And the Thunder really packed the paint well against Giannis. Anytime Giannis got near the rim. There were two or three guys poking the ball away. Giannis was awful. He was hesitant to shoot that jumper. You could you could just hear his hands saying, I don't want to do this whenever he would take a jump shot. Every single time. You could just see you just knew that he had no he had, did not want to do that, but the Thunder were really containing him well. 
Horford obviously has defended him well for years. Like that's always been yeah. something that he does. Uh, but then credit to everybody else. I mean, Kendrick Williams put in like was really good off of helps. Dort was great off of help with him. Um, Roby actually gave him some trouble once he got into the paint, which was just yeah. this great. That's really good to see from him. I'm uh, not sure what is happening anymore with that after that. I mean, it's yeah. I, I mean, here's the thing. And Chris Middleton addressed this after the game that like, Hey, we learned that we just have to show up for every single game. You know, like we've, we can't just show up and just, win automatically and the Thunder team does not allow teams to do that I think some of it is that this team is playing to its potential like playing up mm-hmm. to it like they're 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 there like they filled it up if it's if your bucket yeah. is full of potential it's overflowing with the potential right yeah but this is not a good or very talented team especially without a point guard so like we can't fool ourselves into thinking oh wow this team is actually really good uh, they're not really good. One, they take and make good shots. They play hard on defense. And the team on the opposite side, which has been the Lakers and the Bucks, have said, eh, I've seen Justin Jackson before. Don't really have to do this. You know, eh, I've seen Kendrick Williams before. Eh, not going to do this. Seen Hamid before. Eh, not going to do this. And the, the Thunder coaching staff have found a way to get everything out of these guys. And so if the Bucks showed up, and maybe this was the first night of a road trip instead of the last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think this is the same. And so I think there's two things happening. I think there's one, the Thunder are playing very well. Mm-hmm. And, and then two, it's these other teams just aren't showing up. And they're even saying it after the game. Like, yeah, like we, we really didn't play this game the way we were supposed to play it, you know, kind of stuff. So it, it can be confusing to watch this team, certainly, without mm-hmm. a point guard. But there's a lot of variables. It's not just, oh my gosh, did we inadvertently turn a team that we traded all the good players into a contender? Like, clearly not. Like, there's a lot of variables at play. No, uh, and we need to be mindful of that. Because I think that when when you play and you maximize your odds and the other teams basically doesn't take you seriously... The odds are that you probably make it a competitive game, and yeah. and we mentioned we mentioned that uh, I think uh, last week or whatever that I mean if if the Thunder are down early, then they 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 remain like that. Uh, yeah. New York is the only game where they were down uh, I think double digits, and they somehow due to a hummy moment they they got into the game and they ended up winning that one but usually when they are down early they are just out of the game so Mm -hmm. there is a way to beat bad teams you just demolish them early and then there is nothing else that, that, that those teams can do but if you allow them to play their brand of basketball which I have to say, okay, she's getting better at finding very good shots. So mm-hmm. they are really playing well. And, mm-hmm. and the comparison with the Brooklyn team of Kenny Atkinson, the first version of it, is a great comparison because that yeah, team was I winning agree. games. Uh, and, and yeah, they weren't a great offensive team, but when you score uh, a lot by shooting 40% from three, then you need to pay attention. And this is what happened. I mean, if you let Justin Jackson shoot the ball always wide open, Mm-hmm. Chances are that he hits forty percent of those, maybe yeah. not all of those, like he did last night. But if you allow everyone to be wide open, 
because you want to stick with your drop coverage and but you, you they really pack the paint uh and, and let okc doing whatever uh, on the perimeter now uh, hamidou diallo paid the price of that because it was really uh he tried to play as if the the the, the bucks were not dropping but mm-hmm. you know for the rest, I mean, I think that I thought that OKC had a very good game plan, like they always do, and they they hit shots. So yeah, uh, even if you are Milwaukee, you need to pay attention to to a team. But but this is not like this level of play compared to the playoffs is just completely different. This Chaos. team will not win a game in the playoffs against any uh, any team in the West. Yes. Like you put Dallas, maybe they can, but even then, I mean, I, I don't see them winning a single game against anyone in the playoffs because it's too easy uh, mm-hmm. to guard them if you want. I mean, yeah, they will generate good shots, but you can murder them in any sort of ways. And yes. um, and so there is a pretty steep difference between this team and even last year's team. Uh, Chris Paul oh. take over on any single night. He could be the best player on the court. Mm-hmm. This year, Schroeder. maybe Shea yeah. can be. Yeah. Even Schroeder. Yeah, they had multiple options. Shea could be Gallo. the guy last year. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Gallo took over at times. Yeah, I mean, I talked to Eric Name, who covers the Bucks for the Athletic after the game, and he was like, yeah, he's like, they, they, the Bucks just didn't really show up. And he said, and, he, and he's the one who sent me Chris Middleton's quote after the game. He's like, yeah, check this out. Like, Chris Middleton basically said, yeah, we didn't take this game seriously. And he said it was, some of it was, we were tired. Some of it was that we knew that we were going to have to stay in Oklahoma City because of a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, Middleton said it right after the game that this is why. Um, so, but yeah, I mean, the Thunder still are 14th in the Western Conference and obviously if you're trying to get a top pick, the, the record is not ideal 11 and 15, Mm -hmm. uh, but they still have a tough, tough road ahead for the rest of this final schedule and they're going to win some games and they're going to lose some games. Uh, but if you're Sam, I'm not sure that this is exactly what you had projected when you traded an all-NBA player in Chris Paul, a six-man-of-the-year candidate in Dennis Schroeder, and really you got back Al Horford as a part of that deal. They traded away everybody else that came back in that Chris Paul deal, except for Ty Jerome, who hasn't played a game for them. So that's like nothing coming back and Al Horford, right? Yeah. And still, and then you let Gallinari go, get nothing back for Gallinari. I mean, the plan is very simple and it's very spelled out. And one, I think you have to be happy with the way that your coaching staff has performed and the way that your oh. devel- development has performed. Because oh I, yeah, and, and they do feel that way. Like the way they feel about about this kind of stuff is, oh my gosh, like we have created a, a development factory essentially. Yeah, and I even asked Kenrich about it the other day. And he went on and on and on about the Thunder. And Kenrich doesn't go on and on and on about anything. Like, he <laughs> just doesn't. He gives a one-word answer. He's very monotone. He, he's not, I mean, he's the opposite of the way that he plays in a press yeah. conference situation. And he just kept going on and on and on. Um, and, you know, there's a lot of credit to do with the scouting. Like, we talk about scouting when it comes to, like, the drafts and stuff like that. But you have to scout the rest of the league, not only for opponents, but to see like, okay, like who's the 12th man on whatever team that we could go get? Kenrich Williams, clearly a guy that they're like, hey, that guy's got a little bit of something. Let's bring him over. 
Um, I don't know if Justin Jackson was necessarily one of those guys, but they brought him over in that Dallas trade, which continues to look better and better and better. Um, yeah. You get Ariza, you get Justin Jackson, and you get two seconds. And like the two seconds is still the prize of the trade, but um, and I don't think Justin Jackson's like a long term like rotation player really for anybody. Uh, but he has, you know, he can he can play. And if you give if you give any of these guys minutes and empower them and in any way, like these are the top four hundred players in the world, right? Save for maybe like a hundred other guys. Like this is it. And so yeah, yeah, all of these guys have talent. Every single one of them have tremendous talent. Um, but I there there's still just one way that the Thunder are going to get to where they want to go, and that's through the draft. And this draft, as we have seen, with like with the Jonathan Kaminga playing the way that he's been playing with the Ignite. That there's four guys for sure, upwards of five, if if Green can get it together, that you're like, mm-hmm. like you just have to get one of them, right? Yeah, you just have to get one of those guys, and they, I know the Thunder want to, because it's mm-hmm. been explicitly said to everybody that that's what they want to do, and this is how they want to do it. I mean. Sam wrote in his article with the uh, Oklahoman that they want to experience extraordinary success. Yeah. They're 11 and 15. If you think that this is the team that they love, that they decided to put together, that's not, there's nothing extraordinary about what this team is. Nothing. Zero things. Well, well, no, there is one thing that is extraordinary. No, no, no. And it's... It's not... No, no, no. It's, Here's what I... I understand. Like, the circumstance... Like, this is weird. But extraordinary success means being a title no, contender. Means means being a top three team in the league, which they yeah. have been no, before. Which they have been before. This is not the... Yeah, yeah, sure. You could... They could take this team. They could have just kept the team from last year and just brought the guys back. And then... Ex- and had moderate to decent success absolutely you yeah. could have no 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 i i didn't mean that that this team is having extraordinary success there's extraordinary circumstances uh, that are happening it's it's it, but it's incredible and it's extraordinary what this coaching stuff is doing with this with this team this is extraordinary yeah. to me uh now this doesn't mean that i want this team to be uh the team that well maybe maybe part of this team and, and i want to pick up a little bit from the chat mm-hmm. um about the fact that we are hating on the Thunder. No, no, this is not hating. This is, uh, to be honest with you, I, I'm in love with this team. I really like watching yeah. them play. Now, if you think, though, that the Lakers and or the Nuggets and or the Bucks were playing hard, think twice. Go watch, go go watch, back and go watch other NBA games. No, but just if you want to stick to the Thunder, yeah. go back and watch the first quarter of OKC against the Lakers, mm-hmm. game one of the series, they were dismantling OKC. They were playing Anthony Davis, LeBron James, super duper hard. Mm-hmm. The game lasted to eight, like eight minutes, mm-hmm. and then it was over. This is how a great team plays. Mm-hmm. And now OKC doesn't have another gear. Mm-hmm. This is the point. Like Horford is playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Kenrich Williams is playing out of his mind. Mm-hmm. Lou Dort. Now, he had a, a few setbacks in terms of shooting, but even last night, he, he was, was playing oh, well. He was so good How last he, night. Yeah. 
It was so Where's good. Where's the other gear for this team to go? They are playing like with supreme effort mm-hmm. every single night. And this is great. This is why I'm not concerned the least about them having a, a, a losing mentality. They don't have that. No. They want to win every single game they play. And this is great. Now, if you take out Horford from the equation, and we have a lot of material on that later on, uh, then they can play super hard yeah. and still win 12 games from here to the end of the season. Yeah, now, for sure. And this could be a teaching experience because you know that you need something else. You have to give maximum effort mm-hmm. and maybe you win some when you give maximum effort, which is a great lesson to have. But also that great teams are completely different from what you are mm-hmm. because it takes them eight minutes to completely change a game. Mm-hmm. And this is why we are saying this that this team is a decent to mediocre team mm-hmm. that has no championship aspiration in the next five years if they don't add supreme talent. Yeah. This is what it is. Yeah. And if you disagree, fine. It's 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 but we're not hating. Yeah, it's not hating. It's seeing the forest through the trees. Like we can we're not just seeing what's directly in front of the thunder. Yeah, like this is exciting, but you have to know a little bit more about NBA team building. Like I know like people are very excited about the way that these guys have played and how hard they play. Yes, it's great. And I enjoyed that too. They're a fun team to watch from night to night. And that's that's a yeah. great thing for having a team that is not good that competes yeah. like this from night to night. That's great because there have been a lot of bad teams in NBA history that just just throw in the towel because they can see that, oh man, we're lining up against that team. We have no chance. Like this team doesn't play that way. And that's great. That's a great coaching staff. That's a great culture that you have with your team. That's all wonderful stuff. But if you if you care, like it's funny, like the people that that argue about this are the people that think they care about winning. But if you are truly, truly competitive, you would be doing whatever you could to put together a championship team. If you are actually competitive and actually want your team to compete at the highest level, and you have any NBA knowledge whatsoever, you would know that there are three ways that teams build. There's only three. Free agency, trade, and the draft. Well, the Thunder have never gotten an even decent free agent. It's Nerlens Noel and Patrick Patterson and Nenad Kristic. Those are the best. How dare you? How dare you forgetting Anthony Morrow? Sure, sure. (laughs) Yeah, that's the kind of guys. Or Nenad Kristic. I said said Nenad. But yeah, those are the the guys. That's it. So yeah. if you want to use that as your building tool, that's you're using some pretty crappy building material. So the next yeah. the next way you do it is through trade. Yes, the Thunder have made a lot of trades. The best trade they made for a player that to come help them was the Paul George trade. Great. That situation yeah. worked out for them for two years and then it was over because Paul George said, eh, I don't want to be here. Like, send me somewhere else. And when guys are at that point in their career and they're that good, you have to... And if you're Oklahoma City, you have to say, yeah, okay, we'll do it. And then they got something really great back in return, but it made them a worse team. And that's fine, but they can't use that as a vehicle for a long-term success. And so now, then you have to go down another rung. Okay, the NBA draft. Well, the draft is a crapshoot. This is... Look at the Knicks. Look at this team. Look at that team. Okay. Listen, it's, it's the only way. It's the only way. This is the the way they did it before. If you think the Thunder are above tanking, rewind 12 years ago when they did it. Because they did it. They tanked like crazy. 
to get Kevin Durant. They tanked like crazy to get Russell Westbrook and Serge Ibaka. They tanked like crazy to get James Harden. They did it, yeah. and it worked. And then they won a lot. And then they won a ton for just a crazy amount of time, and they want to replicate that. They want to replicate yeah. a, another decade of success. But you can't do it with the Justin Jacksons and Kenrich Williams. Like Those guys can be supporting pieces, fine. But they don't have, like, the only piece that they have today that you could say, okay, here is an actual building block is Shea Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Like, that's, and that's the end. And they have projects. Yeah. Around yeah, you have nice projects. No building blocks. You have to have yeah. blue chippers. The Thunder, get, yeah. they gathered as many blue chippers as they could, right? Yeah. And they made a great run for a long time. And that's what they want to do that again. Like, they, they experienced their success. They learned a lot of things from it, and they want to do it again. Uh, McKelly, let's take a quick break and when we come back, we are going to talk about trades because trades are fun. This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to MichelobUltra.com slash courtside to learn more. When you're hiring for your small business, you want to find quality professionals that are right for the role. That's why you have to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs has the tools to help you find the right professionals for your team faster and for free. When it was time for me to find a job, I went right to LinkedIn Jobs. They helped me find the right employer, and it was, man, very, very easy process. LinkedIn isn't just a job board. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. On LinkedIn, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Hire professionals like a professional on LinkedIn. LinkedIn knows that small businesses are wearing so many hats and might not have the time or resources to hire. LinkedIn is constantly finding ways to make the process easier. They even just launched a feature that helps you write job descriptions, making the process even easier and quicker. 2.5 million small businesses use LinkedIn for hiring. Post your job for free at linkedin.com dunk. That's linkedin.com dunk to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. And we're back from that quick break. McKelly, you have come up with some fake, fake thunder trades. Uh, why don't you throw yeah. some at us? I'm very disappointed. <laughs> I have this. I will start with such a crappy trade that whoever is listening, we will basically lose everyone. Oh, no. Oh, no. Hey, be oh, yeah, be yeah. before we lose everybody, let's give a shout out to the stream. Anybody who's on the stream, thank you so much for joining. We have Kevin in San Jose. We have Daniel from the UK. We have Garrett from Conway, Arkansas. Joshua from Nashville. We have uh, Loke from Copenhagen, Denmark. We've got Brian here in OKC freezing his tail off. Uh, hey, no joy from Brisbane, <laughs> Australia. It's morning there. This sounds weird. Yeah, but, but anyway. it does sound weird. Nate in our Antarctica, aka Oklahoma, dude. It's so cold. It's it is miserable. I've had just and just a crazy crazy time with it. Uh, Swaggy F from Pensacola, Florida. Uh, we have Cameron from Broken Arrow. 
Uh, we have Max and Edmund where I am just freezing our nanes off. We've got Andrew from Virginia, Evan from Kansas, Stephen from Belgium. Oh my gosh, down to dunk takeover. Kirk from Kentucky. Thank you guys so much for joining. I'm sure we have more down here. We have Daniel from Mexico, uh, Morgan from Georgia, Phil from France, Stephen from Belgium, Felix from New Zealand. Wow, just overwhelming. Felipe from Brazil. Zach and Edmund. Wow. Okay. Thank you so much for joining. You guys are the best. Our listeners are the best. Uh, huge shout out to all our streamers out there. Okay. Now ready to get sad and to leave for greener <sighs> pastures? Yes. Um, let's start awfully. And, and, and then maybe we will we'll spice it a little bit at the end. Okay. <laughs> so I, I look for very realistic trades. Yeah. Uh, that can net OKC something real. Uh-huh. So, uh, I I watched the Kings last week, okay. and I loved them. Oh, uh, they're delightful! I, I like, yeah, they're delightful. Yeah, exactly. I, exactly. I like uh, Rishon Olmes, but he's yeah. nowhere near to be a starting level center. And so I thought, well, they have a bunch of crappy salaries. Why not giving them a real center that is perfect to play alongside the Aaron Fox because yep. you need a shooter uh, as, a cent- as a center spot in order to maximize the Aaron Fox. And what about a guy that loves playing handoffs and, oh. and it would be perfect to play alongside our draft crush, Tyrese Alliburton. Mm-hmm. So um, Horford and Ty Jerome there. I don't know why I put Ty Jerome, probably <laughs> because I don't know what to do with his salary. And so I decided, well, yeah. maybe. Sure. And, and, and the Thunder receives... Corey Joseph, yay! Nemanja yeah. <laughs> um, Bielica and Jabari Parkin, Parker. Oh, this is okay. A very, very crappy return, but I think that here, no asset. If you give them, sorry, no asset. Oh yeah, no. Wait, yeah, of course. Okay, of course. all right, no, all right. This is this is a bunch of well filler. Don't let me repeat my yeah filler. Yes, good word. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a lottery protected first. Yeah. Is sure. That, is that great? Is that okay? Yeah. Yeah. I think that if you put Kenrich instead of Ty Jerome. Oh no, maybe... no, I, that's too sad. Sorry, you can't. You can't. Why? This is the perfect moment to trade Kenrich Williams. Well, then give me perfect. Give me an unprotected first, and in, ad- no, in addition, no. top, in addition, top ten protected, top ten protected first, top the seven, top seven. Well, okay, top eight, fine. All right. But the point is, I think that this is a very good moment to say, well, I get you three players. One of them is playing. The other two are really not playing, so it doesn't really matter for you. Yeah. I'll give you a starter. It's a little bit expensive for your taste, but but it's basically no problem because you don't have anything to spend for. And so why not? Kenrich, I know that people loves them, loves him. I I loves I love him too. But mm-hmm. as soon as you get good. There will be a lot of players that right now look great on our team that suddenly look replaceable. And Cambridge, sure. I'm afraid, could be one of them. Yeah. And if you and if you lower the protection from lottery to top ten, and somehow the 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 Kings are just outside the playoff, that is a player that is most likely better than Cambridge Williams. Mm-hmm. So this is why you do it, I think. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I hate and you lose more without Kenrich, which is great. You do lose more without Kenrich. I just love him. I just love so yeah, many so many things about him. 
I think he's he's just a, a delightful player to have on your team. And I would I just like for him to stick around. That's all. Yeah. You can put Hami in that trade if you want. I kinda like Hami. I know, I know, I know. But you, you need to give them something. I know. I'm kind it's, of in on Hami. Okay. I'm kind of in. I'm I'm like almost all the way Is in. He a guy? I already said he was. Okay. I already said he's a, he guy. a guy. Guy, He's totally a guy, man. Like even okay. even in these games where he's not, like, he didn't score a ton last night, but he rebounded like a. He m- went three out of sixteen. That that is. I know. Way worse than not scoring. But a lot. he contributed in other areas. He rebounded like a madman last night. Yeah. And he's using his he's he's using his athleticism. And yeah, the scoring was never going to be something super consistent with him. Like it was nice. Mm -hmm. The run that he went on was nice. It was, he's never going to be a guy that's going to score that much. But if he, Mm -hmm. he comes off the bench, changes stuff with, with energy. I just like him. And I think he's still super young. I think the thunder have done tremendous work with him. And I'd almost just kind of like to see that one through. Maybe Kenrich we can we can trade, but I kind of like to see the Hami experience through a little bit after what I've seen this season. Wow, I've come around. Things change, you know. I almost don't recognize you from where we start this season. But anyway, <laughs> fine. Only, only, only stupid people don't change my mind. Their their minds. So yeah. I'm glad that you came around. I'm still. I still think that if you. Put uh, put him in a trade and you get a first. If you get a, that is, oh, if you can get a first for Hami, yeah, wow. yeah, 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 a better first because Al Orford is still not a guy that can net you a good first by himself. Yeah, I think. I mean, if they see something, yeah, because well, the the fact is they should see something. I I think he could help, and he get another Kentucky guy with with Hami and and De'Aaron there. Like that's kind of fun. All right. Second, very sad and disappointing trade. But since we heard the rumor that Philly is out for a point guard, I needed to kind of concoct a trade that brings George Hill to the Sixers. Yeah, um, it's, a, it's a rumor, it's right? Sad. Who's who, who? Some some TV guy in Philly said that the Sixers were, had called about him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's probably going to be Mike Mike Scott. That is probably what is what is going to be. Yeah. Plus maybe Tony Bradley. Something like that. Yeah, I mean, it's it's eight point five millions. This is what it is. What? It's, it's what's names. the what's the asset? Uh, that is what I want to discuss with you. Uh-huh. I think that since they are giving OKC really like useless players, basically, yeah, with no future whatsoever. Um, I think that this is a again a lottery protected first, maybe. Maybe a little bit more than lottery, but I think that it could be done. Yeah, give me lottery protected. I mean, that'll be a pick that you will see depending on when it is. Yeah, and also you can do you can do if the Sixers are willing to spend a little bit more, mm-hmm. they can get Muscala, which helps a lot. Send him home, baby. Send him back home. Yeah, I, I think that this makes sense because they lose Mike, Mike Scott, they replace him with a cheaper player that basically plays the same, the same role. Thing. If you want to play five possessions with Embiid and Muscal on, on the floor, you can, you're mad, but, but you can. Better shooter, uh, too. Better shooter than Mike Scott. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Quicker shooter, uh, for sure. So maybe George Hill and Mike Muscala, you get a lottery protected or top 20 protected first round pick yeah. that goes two or three years, and then uh, it becomes a second. But as you said, the Sixer will likely be 
between 25 and 30 mm-hmm. or 24 and 30. Mm-hmm. So it's a pick that you get this year. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you get them George Hill and you keep him away from the Nets, this is a win for uh, for the Sixer. Uh, a really good win for the Sixer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally in. Yes, I like that. I'm actually, yeah. I, I'd be excited about that, actually. Yeah, me too. Me, I don't care about my Scott. He will probably not even land in OKC, but... Maybe Tony Bradley will play and he will dunk. Who knows? Yeah, he could play backup center for you. Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I'm in. Now let's let's get to the craziest trade ever. <laughs> now, um, I still think that Andy Wiggins is not a great player to have on your roster. Okay. This is uh, the beginning of of my idea. Warriors guys. Second, war- I'll say this: Warriors guys, and I, I've talked to a few of them. They're kind of in on the Wiggins experience. Just throwing that out there. But go on. I know. But go on. Yeah, yeah. I know. But I still think that with the two player I give them, they are way better than what they are now. Uh-huh. And more ready for the future, mm-hmm. which is very important. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Celtics get Horford into their trade exception. This is clear. This is very important. Yeah. Um, the Thunder get Andrew Wiggins... Romeo Langford probably or another three four millions from from the Celtics because they have to touch in some way yep. this trade, um, and then they get picks, not for the for, from the Celtics though. The Warriors get George Hill, and Daniel Tice. Okay. I think that if Boston is somewhat okay in doing this. I think that this is a trade that w- makes the Warriors immensely better than what they are today. Because Tice is so much better than anyone that they have. He plays in a role that makes sense for them. Mm-hmm. And when Clay comes back, you have Clay, Steph, Oubre, Draymond, and Tice, and George Hill off the bench. Mm-hmm. This is a team that, if Clay is healthy, can win something. Mm-hmm. And it's way better. They, they save, I think, 80 millions or more, mm-hmm. and they save in the future with this trade. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure what, what's the incentive for Boston. Um, they really need to love Al more than what they... I mean, Tice they have to pay next year. I don't think it will be cheap. I think that someone will throw him 12, 14 million, something like that. Yeah, I think that's possible. Yeah. And so I think that Horford is much better than Tice. Oh, no question. No question from so, me. Yeah. So I don't know if Can we get the Time Lord? Can we get the Time Lord in OKC? Well I'd be all I would be all about that. Trying to develop the Time Lord here. Yeah. Well, whatever. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know um, what is the the right asset from from Golden State standpoint. Yeah. Um I think that it could be a first. Would they trade their own pick in twenty one? They already. We already have. Oh that yeah, we have. With well, some could, sort of protection. You, you could trade the other side of the protection though, or like another piece of the protection on it though. Yeah, you could you could remove twenty twenty one protection and add Minnesota's second round pick. Okay. So it's basically you get the the first pick and the second rounder. Mm-hmm. I don't know something like that. I think that would be very interesting. I want 
the Al Horford to Boston thing almost makes too much sense. He's mm-hmm. he's a piece that they they miss. I mean, they definitely are missing Gordon Hayward because he's like he's a piece that, and you're seeing it in Charlotte that he's just a piece that kind of links. He glues everybody together. He makes good plays. He takes good shots. He plays decent defense. And Horford is very much the same. You can see it with this squad last mm-hmm. night. Like he just glues everybody together. He almost had a triple double last night. And yeah. probably didn't even know what stats he had after the game. I mean, he's one of those guys that you just have no clue. Um, so I would love that for Boston. I think it would be a great little homecoming for him. I think that it makes a ton of sense for for both sides. I just, I mean, if Andrew Wiggins comes here, just get ready, he's going to average 40 in OKC because that's just what he does. Well... Yeah, uh, and I almost don't like it because he is going to demand qu- quite a few shots. He's going to demand quite a few shots. And that's the thing about this current team is that there's n- there's nobody that demands shots. <laughs> there's no, I, there's really yeah, nobody. Think about it this way: if Shea is going to be a commander of a team, mm-hmm. he needs to be able to handle Wiggins, and he and also is already ahead. In the Canadian pecking order, in terms of national team, he is. I, so I just needs, wonder if do you think they can handle that? The little Canadian drama. Well, they they will make basically national team tryouts in OKC. Who cares? That is fine. <laughs> no, him and Dort, re- Shay yeah. Dort, Wiggins. They just need to find a way to get Jamal Murray on this team. Uh, by the way, a lot of Canadians well, think of Shay as the best Canadian player. By the way, now. Well, rightfully so. Yeah. Isn't that kind of wild to think about? There's a lot of good Canadian yeah, players in the league now. I mean, two guys that were drafted high in the lottery in Wiggins and uh, Jamal Murray. I mean, that's yeah. It's impressive. It's really impressive what he's been able to do. And Jamal, I mean, if you just look statistically, Jamal Murray has never had a season statistically like he's having, like Shea's having right now. Yeah. And you can say that maybe without Jokic, but I don't. I don't believe that. Like, Either, I really I, believe that. I mean, Jokic would let him average twenty-seven if he wanted to. Like, if you if you switch yeah. Bradley Beal and Jamal Murray, Bradley Beal mm-hmm. would probably still average thirty. Like, I, oh, yeah. I firmly believe that. Yeah, yeah. Well, this is what I have. Okay. Uh, I had a bunch of Denver trades, but I I don't care about that. Yeah, I I really tried to give Horford to the Raptors because I really think that this is the best fit, but I don't I don't see them renouncing to Norman Powell to do so. So it, so the the rumors today are about Andre Drummond to the Raptors. Shams Sharania reported that this morning, and there's no there's why there's a couple thoughts on it. That one, that the the Raptors are being used as leverage is one of the the thoughts that's out there in the ether, and then two, if they do trade for Drummond, Norm Powell will have to be part of the trade, like he has to be. Yeah. Um, and Norm is expiring, so there's a chance that they didn't don't bring him back anyways. But Powell's good, like Norm Powell's really good. Yeah. I wonder if this, if they choose to go into the Drummond direction yeah. instead of getting Horford, they're they're rebuilding. Yeah, they basically wanted to shorten their because Drummond is gone after this season. Yeah, uh, Lowry is gone. Uh, they can easily move 
uh, Van Vliet, Van Vliet and, uh, and, oh. and and Siakam if they want. Yeah, no question. And they are they have nothing else. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's true. Like it's they have super tradable veterans, mm-hmm. and they can jumpstart the rebuild immediately by getting a lot of picks yeah. because there will be a lot of offers for guys like Siakam. Even if he has like a bad season, he's a former All Star, um, mm-hmm. still quite young not super young he's mm-hmm. older than than what it what he looks like he's 1994 i think same age as kenrich um yeah i think that's right and so they can get multiple firsts for for fred and uh, oh. and, and from for pascal yeah I, I really believe that yeah um i talked to some raptors people this morning that think that it's probably not going to happen but the, the rebuilding that the drummond deal they just said they'd be it surprised if it happened. I, I don't get it either. I don't get it from their side. Like the, they're a bad defensive rebounding team, certainly, and he yeah, would help with that. Yeah, but, but like, yeah, but who cares, right? Like, don't please, do that. No, just, please, <laughs> no, no. Why? Yeah, Drummond doesn't help you win. This is no. Everybody never that. been part of a winning system. Yeah, don't any, do it. Well, it, yeah, just if you want a winning player, just take all. He's way better he's way, way, way better. better he'd be very he's he's such a raptor too right like, yeah like you like i cycle in marcus saul and serge Ibaka, and then like to throw al horford into that same, like it's just it's he's such a raptor you know yeah i just i would he would look good in the raptors uniform i think all of all of canada would love him like just yeah let him let him go up there that would be wonderful and he played in the in the Eastern Conference playoffs, and he might be the best player in the playoffs for them. Like, who knows? Like, who knows? Yeah, I like. I, he makes too much sense in Boston, though. I mean, Boston's perfect. It's perfect. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah. Come uh, on, Danny. Make it happen. <laughs> Come on, just just do something, Danny. Do something. Uh, shout out to Tito from Brazil. Uh, shout out to Fetty, uh, who's in Argentina. Huge thanks to everybody who's following on the stream. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Make sure that you go to theathletic.com slash down to dunk to get the uh, athletic for $3.99 a month. You got to go get it. Go get it now. Also go to shopgoodokc.com slash DTD to check out those new logo shirts and our too good to tank shirt because the thunder are too good to tank. Have a great rest of your day. Stay warm and we'll talk to you guys again on Wednesday. As you've probably heard by now, we've teamed up with BetMGM this season. We'll be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks, and we'll have special offers for our listeners each week. If you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC, and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic, plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager with BetMGM. Here's how it works. Download the BetMGM app and sign up using bonus code THEATHLETIC. Make your first deposit of at least $10. Place your first bet on any game and claim your voucher for a one-year subscription to The Athletic. See BetMGM.com for terms. U.S. promotional offers not available in D.C., Mississippi, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Available in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 in New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. 1-800-327-5050 in Massachusetts. 1-800-BETS-OFF in Iowa. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-981-0023 in Puerto Rico. First bet offer for new customers only in partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. 
Don't forget, if you haven't signed up for BetMGM yet, use bonus code THEATHLETIC and you'll get a one-year subscription to The Athletic plus up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager. 